Welcome to Podcast After Dark, up all night for college football. Uh, so it ended up being that uh, our, you know, all of our mutual friend needed some. Um, some extras for a for a commercial she was shooting. Hmm. So, um, as you guys know, that I'm I'm a coach of a local semi professional football team. Semi professional. <laughs> Emphasis on the semi. Emphasis on the semi. Yeah. Uh, what are the wages like for the players? Oh, it's, it's very competitive. League minimum, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and considering they have to pay to play, you can, I'll let you do the math. Um, so no. Tax right off, at least? Oh yeah. Semi-professional, like our future captain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no. So um, I, so I so she ended up calling me and I said, yeah, I'll send some of my players over. Well, one of them, um, I guess, just the casting directors absolutely loved and and it's hard not to love this guy. I mean, um, dude is just super charismatic, super funny, like mm-hmm. just really you know cool guy to be around. Um, so they ended up casting him for the for just a backup, and he ended up kind of just like. Kind of stealing the show, so it ended up becoming becoming the the main focus of the commercial. Um, he was telling us this, this, this is the one where they're like doing like, they're doing like the up, up downs, downs and up and yeah. down up downs up downs up downs and um, it's really funny because it's filmed like oh it's Odessa Texas Odessa Texas mm-hmm. uh, no that's actually in the middle of Oregon mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, no they end up uh, he he tells a story about like how much Powerade he drank. <laughs> Um, he said by the time he was done with the commercial, he probably drank somewhere in the neighborhood of like six gallons. And like in between shoots, he would end up like puking up Powerade. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, you can't, you kind of see it in the um, commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he drank so much Powerade, like his lips had turned blue and that total uh, Kool Aid, old school, like, you know, when you like are a little kid and you like just tilt the cup up a little too far, so you like you get the Kool Aid mustache. Mm-hmm. He kind of had that. Oh, are you sure that it was because of he was drinking too much Powerade, or because he was watching the Oregon defense? Uh, well, it was either Powerade or he bit the head off a Smurf. Okay, okay. <laughs> like he just went to 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 the Smurf village and just on a rampage, just mm. <laughs> pillaging. Just technicolor, you yeah. That's right, just pillaging them. Yeah, keep, keep oh no no! I'm just now. Nah, I was just kind of making uh, jokes. Uh, do you guys remember all sport? Yeah, yeah. That drink that was like kind of carbonated. Yeah, yeah. That shit was gross. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Are you Gatorade or Powerade people? Neither. Oh, I'm firmly Gatorade. I'm Team Gatorade. I I prefer a steaming cup of Earl Grey. Okay. Need more vitamin water. <laughs> That's fair. Good to know. Can I get some Sobe Life water? <laughs> Arizona iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just also want to point out, though, that as we're making fun of this, uh, Mike, you're drinking a LaCroix. Yes. Uh, I am drinking mango. natural mango essenced, essence? essenced <laughs> LaCroix sparkling water. Mm-hmm. Mango uh, essenced. It is <laughs> essenced. That, that sounds like genuine marketing bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, calorie free, <laughs> sweetener free, sodium free, fun free. <laughs> fun free. But it's got bubbles. Yeah. It has, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Russell Wilson would love it because it's got the micro bubbles. Yeah. And it's better than you falling off the wagon. So. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Next to the empty bottle of hard cider. Right. Like, the two manliest things I could be drinking right now, I've got a hard empty hard cider bottle and a LaCroix right next to it. Mm-hmm. So, 
Well, you are confident in your masculinity. That is right. And, and I don't need... You will be on an upworthy viral video before too much longer. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, That's right. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to Podcast After Dark. I'm Sly. Uh, here's Mike. Hey. And Arvel. Hey. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at, at PodAfterDark. Email us at PodcastAfterDark at gmail.com. Uh, we're on SoundCloud at uh, soundcloud.com slash podcastafterdark. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and look up our profiles on lonelylarpers.com. We're also on TuneIn. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Lonely Larpers. Yeah. I got my D20 here, and I think we're ready to go. So, all right. Um, hey, uh, honest question. Yeah? What's a LARPer? Live action role player. Yes. Oh. So like, you know that. <laughs> so here's the deal. You know that kid. And that. Well, I don't want to stigmatize this. Never mind. I do. Okay. I do. So um. you know that kid who was out on the playground by themselves and they were slaying dragons that nobody could see. Yeah. Despite the fact that you were all in like eighth grade. Yes. Yeah. That's that's larpers. Well. Yeah, it's, like it's the people that really love Dungeons and Dragons and want to take it to the next level. Yeah, we're sitting sitting in a circle making your character for two hours and then playing the game for thirty minutes and everybody dies. Right, like on dice isn't enough. Where you right. got to kind of dress up and it's, it's like, like cosplay. LARP, meets wait, I was gonna say LARP. Yeah, LARP I, is for I've seen these guys. Yeah, LARP is for the cosplayers that don't have the decency to save it for Comic Con. Right. Okay. No. Okay. Thank you. Lonely or the shame. Or the shame. Right. Right. Not that you know you're not nearly shameful enough. Right. Okay. Right. Good to know. Yeah. So yeah, lonelylarpers.com. Alright. I'm uh I'm wearing all the wizard sleeves in that one. So um uh the wizard sleeves. Sleeve of wizard. Is that a thing? Yeah, I mean they have sleeves. <laughs> I You wouldn't know. I was making a Borat joke, but anyway. Right. Um, um Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so so anyway, uh, I kind of like to think of this episode maybe as like pride cometh before a fall. We were talking shit about Texas A&M last week and about how the committee put them into the top four. And I was definitely doing it myself. But then the committee puts in um, Washington at number four. But not just Washington fell this last week, but Clemson and Michigan fell as well all in the same day. And so this is one of those things where uh, I just kind of think for, you know, as, as much as we talk shit, it's always, you, you can only talk it for a week right. and then, and then uh, things kind of whip around on you. Right. So I'm kind of wondering, is our uh, college football committee rankings kind of the kiss of death unless you're Alabama right now? Yeah. Well, I feel like this weekend, this like this last weekend was like, uh, so... Uh, Clemson goes down early in the day, right? Just like and, that. Oh, jeez. Uh, and so, like, right after Clemson goes down, they look over at Washington and say, hey, watch your step. I just tripped over there. Washington goes, where? And then falls down. <laughs> All right. And then right as Washington is, like, getting back up, mm-hmm. they're trying to warn Michigan, hey, watch out for that spot. I just tripped there. Michigan goes, where? And falls down anyway. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and then, you know, I mean... While drinking whole milk, yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> None of that candy ass, 2%. Uh, and so, like, and then just, you know, uh, Auburn and... Who else went down? A&M went down again? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, they sure did. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know what to say about them other than just... Uh, 
I don't know if they were. I don't know if they were like just came later and just tripped on the same spot. That, but at least, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, Michigan and Washington and Clemson weren't there to warn them. But you know, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they tried to get up and tripped. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like that. It's like that, like that cartoon trope where like the person's on the slippery spot and like he does that like wobbly leg thing and then falls again and then like tries to get up again yeah. and then falls down like almost like it. Like I imagine, I imagine, like I imagine this though, like some kind of like Mister Bean esque, you know, kind of like slapstick Rowan Atkinson yeah. thing going on. Yeah, I, I, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, I don't think this is so much of a practical room fall as much as like, oh, it finally got nutty. Because mm-hmm. every year it gets a little bit nutty, mm-hmm. and it was kind of looking really stable. We were gonna have four undefeated teams. Well, we only went to have three, but right. um, we have three. I mean, that's like pretty clear cut, right? Whereas now it's like we have Alabama and everybody else, which is kind of how it is every year. Well, that's not true. How it is? Alabama sometimes. dropped a game last year, didn't they? They well, did they lose a game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, yeah. They will occasionally lose a game. <laughs> right. Occasionally. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. I feel like Alabama does it like to be fashionable. Like it's to be gracious. Like, well, no, no, no. Like they they only do it when it's the in thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I, the like I right now this, this before, but it's like it's like the girl in you know sixth grade when you're passing your paper to have your to have to have peer grading and and the girl in front of you writes sorry so sloppy in the neatest handwriting. <laughs> Like that's what an Alabama loss is. Right. It's a right. oh, I lost. Sorry, you right. know, kind of thing, and uh, it's just not fair. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That man, boy, the the road to being undefeated. Uh, that is hard. It kind of like I Western I, Michigan. It's true. No, but I mean, it may be easier in the FCS. Right. Well, even though Western, Western Michigan's, Michigan's an FBS. Major. Right. I'm sorry. That's what I meant to say. Sorry, Western Michigan. Oh jeez. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen you, the, Have you ever seen the Simpsons movie? Where Homer is like has that that team of sled dogs and like he's just consistently whipping them no matter what. Mm-hmm. I haven't okay. seen that. Okay, movie. so this is kind of what I imagine Nick Saban to be doing when like okay we're at the practice. You know he's like mush, mush, <laughs> cracking this whip right. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so and then we're during the games mush. Mush. Mm-hmm. Even during the bye week, like like similar to what Homer was doing. Like, okay, there's a scene where he's like the dogs are like just laying out resting mm-hmm. and he's just cracking his whip going, Rest, rest. <laughs> I I kind of imagine that's what it's like to be coached by Nick Saban right. on the road yeah. to there's, a, there's no, to an undefeated there's no season. Effortlessness. No there's right. intentionality in that. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh speaking of the college football rankings, were there any surprises or or Grave injustices. I still hate them. I was. I was. I so could be homerism, could be not. Um, I was a little dismayed by the fact that okay, both Clemson and Michigan lose to unranked teams. Yeah, and each individually drop one spot. Yep. Uh, Washington loses to a ranked opponent and drops two. Yeah. Uh, I feel, and, and it would have been like, okay, like I, I don't, uh, you know, I mean, you don't want to like just sit here and like talk home cooking all the time, but to me, I mean, that's okay. How do you, how do you justify that? I, well, I I think it's because it comes down to like narrative and the overall quality of Washington's schedule, quote unquote, um, which I still think is such just a, a, like you can't control how good the other teams are in your conference. Right. Uh, B, it's actually no worse really than Michigan's mm-hmm. uh, or A&M's at that point. But, um, uh, but also, 
it um, now that we're getting to the end of the season, we're realizing that the oh the SSC actually isn't that deep, right? Um, <clears throat> and uh, these out of conference schedules were made like years ago. Yeah, four, yeah. five, six years ago. So right. I, I just think it's like uh, it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, Michigan played Colorado this year. When Michigan scheduled that game, Colorado was in the basement of the Pac-12. Right. Well, Michigan was also in a fight for its life to get to six and six at that at the time they scheduled uh, Colorado as well. Right. Right. I'm just saying, but this is what I mean that it's unpredictable. Sure. Right. right? This is according so, like they were scheduled according to a Brady Hoke schedule. Right. And, not and, a you know yeah, Jim when, Harbaugh schedule. When Washington scheduled Rutgers, they actually weren't that bad of a team. Right. Because they were when they would have been scheduled, it would have been a Greg Schiano team. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think that. Um, uh, Sly, you and I had talked before the podcast about just kind of like the relative rankings of the Pac-12 versus the SEC. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that now, or you want to save that for later? Well, we can we can talk about it now because we're talking about rankings. Um, yeah, um, just wanted to look up, and I I was looking at the uh, the win loss records yeah. and who played who mm-hmm. uh, for this for the, week for for all of you. Just so you know, like the sheet that that Sly has right now, like he. Has made his seventh grade math teacher so proud by showing his work on his long division. It is a sight to behold. <clears throat> mind you, mind you, he has a calculator on his phone. <laughs> this is true. Yes, but I did it all. I did it all by hand. Like yep. he does most things. Well, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so both the Pac-12 and the SEC have six teams in the top twenty-five. Okay. What are the, so really quickly, what are those teams for res- each respectively? Uh, oh, uh, I, I did make that. Oh, you caught, yeah. So uh, for the SEC, we've got Alabama at number one. Oh, we've got Auburn at number fifteen. Seven and three Auburn at number seven 15. and three Auburn. Uh, we've got six and three LSU at number sixteen. Six uh, and three. Yes. Uh, we've got seven and three Tennessee at nineteen. Okay. Yep, and then. Um, and then uh, Texas A and M seven and three on a two game losing streak, number twenty five. Okay. So uh, so that's where they're at. If you add those numbers together, you get to ninety nine. Okay. And I will say that even though six SEC teams are ranked as a percentage of the number of teams that are in the SEC, that's less than half because mm-hmm. there are fourteen teams. Right. Pac twelve also has six. But there are twelve teams, so half and of the they have a non-conference game schedule, and exactly, so they're mm-hmm. playing one extra uh, power five opponent. Well, right. This year, Florida has a nine. No, Florida has an eight. They're just yeah. only playing three out of conference. That's right. 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 So anyway, Pac twelve. We don't have anybody in the top four anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington slid to number six, uh, and then after that, we've got. Uh, we do have two in the top 10 because mm-hmm. Colorado's number 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Utah comes in at number 12. Mm-hmm. U- USC comes in at number 13. Um, so that's kind of a big grouping together. And then uh, Wazoo's at 22 and Stanford is at 24. Hmm. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I'm not sure necessarily um, who deserves some of these rankings. But I will say that I do think West Virginia may have gotten robbed. Because they are power five, they're they've got the best defense in the Big Twelve. Well, what is that? Yeah. I mean, what does that say? <clears throat> it's but a, it's but it's a you don't like say I feel it's like a real defense. 
It's West Virginia. It's a real defense. Yes. Okay. It is a, okay. Go ahead. So West Virginia, they've got the best defense. They're a one-loss team. They're uh-huh. eight and one, and they're ranked behind seven and three USC. They're ranked um, just ahead of seven and three Auburn, six and three LSU, seven and three Florida State. Um, so it's just I don't know. I I sort of feel like West Virginia probably deserves a little bit more love than number fourteen. But that's just me. Well, I've been kind of bullish on West Virginia anyway. I don't know whether it's because I like the logo, mm-hmm. but the Mountaineer. <laughs> the Mountaineer. Yeah. Oh, well, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. This is no, the, no, no. The logo. But oh. this kind of like tells me why I hate the fact that college football still does uh, like rankings like this mm-hmm. because um, I know some people think it makes college football unique and it's part of the fun and part of the debate. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> It's just, but it's like, uh, as someone who, uh, how do I put this, uh, is well aware of the propensity for human error or yeah. certain cognitive errors. Biases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That uh, it's just ripe with um, flaws and bias. And um, If you had to say like where this bias was located... Yes. Would it be closer to San Francisco? (laughs) Or would it be closer to... Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's... Like, which which Hollywood would be closer to? (laughs) Hollywood, California? Or Hollywood, Florida? Or Dollywood. Right, well, this is... Is it Hollywood or Dollywood? Well, no, no, I'm not saying... I, I think, actually, all around, I think the SEC is probably the best... You know, conference. I would, I would strongly. Uh, no, not that. not this year. This year, I think it's more like the Big Ten. Absolutely. Uh, but like over the grand scheme, of the past decade, uh-huh. I mean, it's pretty. You can make a pretty solid argument that the SEC is of the on the has always had the top teams. Sure. Mm-hmm. Per se. But the thing is, is that this is one of the only measures you can use, um, and it is different down there, quote mm-hmm. unquote, because they do have bigger stadiums on average. They uh, do get more fans on average. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this matters more here. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know. I'm kind of like I don't really care <laughs> about that anymore. As much see, as, that's the problem. Yeah, I know. But no, I don't care about that. It matters more down there. Uh, what I care about is if we're gonna play, put have the same makes millions of dollars a year. Um, that you know, players are dedicating so much time to, and it gets so much media attention. I think that the system should be like I don't know, based on what happens in the field. <laughs> And not on the uh, a uh, opinions of people who um, some of them probably don't know that much about football. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I just think it's so dumb. Right. Um, and you can see the inconsistency of the week to week rankings because this thing is like we're we're awarding teams for both their reputation and also punishing them for their reputation. We're also awarding teams for not losing and then just punishing them. Uh, for losing, which, like, Texas a and is a good example. They come in ranked number four, lose two in a row, and they're almost out of the rankings. Mm-hmm. Are we telling me this is a dramatically different team? Well, I think it's entirely possible for a team that played two weeks ago to be dramatically different two weeks later. Yes. Sure. I think that's entirely possible within college football. That's actually, I think, one of the reasons that makes it such compelling. Yeah, it's, it's so it's, compelling. It's kooky. 
it, it is kooky. It's kooky. It's inconsistent. You've got a lot of young guys that are, you know, that are playing, that are getting injured, that, that you've got a lot of new strategies for, for games. You get trick plays. You get all sorts of... <coughs> you get of quarterbacks are going to play like USC. Right. Different teams are playing right. in week three and they're playing in team week Right. Three. Right. Well, you coaches you have, fired on the top. Well, you, right, you, get, you have the attrition of injury over the course of the season. Yeah, and right. all those things. But this is one of those things to me that it you says, get unexpected breakout stars coming in right, behind somebody. Right, exactly. Yeah, but a, but a two or three loss team that loses early in the season is going to fare much better than one who's losing later in the season. Right. Which is dumb. Yeah. Uh, it's all based on perception. It's not based on yeah hard. And yeah, fast. that's essentially like yeah. the Heisman voting. But well, teams. and I think that you know, I think that this yeah. per, this particular month of the season is when. Uh, the, uh, this particular dynamic of college football comes to the most glaring kind of focus because, I mean, like, September, it's anybody's game, right? I mean, we're all just the glad that we're that college football's back. Like, you know. Right. People o- are still trying to put together a narrative. Right. right? Yeah. October, you start to see, okay, like, we're starting to see kind of who really is what. Like, we're, you know, okay, we're ta- we start talking about who's true, who's the truth and who's not. Right. Then you know, I mean, and there's a there's a legitimate reason why the the catchphrase is they only remember the games in November. Yeah, right. you know, uh, Washington comes out and beats the living daylights out of then number six mm-hmm. Stanford. Well, now right now that's actually a liability. The, they're, yeah, they're talking about how that's actually hurting their schedule more than helping it. Even though right. Stanford, even though now. right, well, and, and even though at the time you beat a top. 10 team mm-hmm. you know convincingly yeah. yeah so but it so but because they're not number six anymore that doesn't count as a quality win yeah can i can i be a little bit contrarian on this yeah for me like i'm starting to get to a point with the rankings where i realize that they're pretty i, I mean they're some of it's based on wins and losses and looks you know look and quality and quality of opponents and that sort of thing I grant that. And a lot of it's based on reputation. But to me, I, I don't know. Like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, it's kind of human nature. We like a horse race. And I think that it's I think that it's compelling. It's a good strategy to keep fans engaged and involved when you have when you struggle under the injustice of not being ranked as high as you think you should. Or when you, you know, when you have indignation about this idea of uh, of um, the top four being arbitrary and then you're happy and you're rooting for them to lose so your team can get in and all this other stuff. I, I as a tool for driving people's interests, yeah. uh, I, I think that it's pretty ingenious, actually. And I think that it's pretty ingenious that we not just have... We don't just have the coaches poll, and we don't just have the AP, right? But we've now got this one, you know, kind of one ranking system to rule them all—the one that really, <laughs> the one that really matters. Can Condoleezza Rice be in the all-seeing eye? Oh god! Can we can yeah, we agree yeah, on that? Yeah, yeah, she, she used to be, but anyway, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, so for me, like, I think that that at this point, I think the. I think if people try to hold on to the idea that the ranking system is actually some sort of authoritative, just yeah. like, well, institution, I think people need to let go of that and just let let it all well, be but that, fun. The danger of that, though, is that that's what it was designed to be. I mean, that's why we got rid of the BCS. Yeah. It's so that we could have 
a committee that came together to create that justice. Otherwise, if it's not that, fundamentally, every week for college, for basically from like this, you know, the second half of October into bowl season, mm-hmm. uh, we're we're fundamentally waiting, watching, watching a reality television show where we're praying to God that from week to week our team gets a rose. Right. And that's not actually an allusion to the Rose Bowl. That's just, you know, like, yeah. we're praying to God that, like, you know, we don't get voted off the island. Right. Yeah. No, and I agree with that. But I do find it interesting that people lobbied to take away, take the power the out, of, computer system? out of the computer's hands and put it back into human, flawed human logic and reasoning. I'm not sure people chose that as much as the NCAA chose that. That's a well, yeah. Here's what I think is like this is one area where I think the NFL does it better than college. Now, granted, college is way more complex, way more teams, mm-hmm. lots more more moving pieces. But like in the NFL, like there's predetermined sets of rules that get you into the postseason. Mm-hmm. So you know, right. right? You know what you have to do. Right. You're not depending on some whim of, uh, you know, some like uh, I don't know. Like, I want to say, like, Hunger Game commentator. Sure. That gets you in. Right. Uh, the thing is, though, is that, like, I feel like that's totally doable in college football. It wouldn't be perfect. You could be talking about eight teams, but it's doable. Um, like, you can just say conference, five, Power 5 Conference Champs gets in. There's one G5 school. We talked about this before. Sure. <laughs> and then there's, like, two at-large, but like, wild cards, right? Now, that one gets a little bit more trickier, but you can develop a system to decide that. Because, although I agree, there's, like, thematic and drama added when you have these like you know ivory tower people deciding who's getting in and who is not right um although i agree that that's drama i think the nfl shows there's still plenty of drama in playoff races like there's still plenty of drama when you got but not like this no no it is like this well but here's the thing though like no no it is the, the with the nfl it counts for something if you win your division Mm-hmm. You could win your division, um, and I think we saw. Well, we I think we saw this. But in the NFL, don't you already play some of the teams in your division multiple times? Well, sure, yeah. sure. But I mean, you know, here's like uh, a couple, we saw. I think we saw this a couple years ago with TCU and Baylor. Both of them had great records, and and uh, I think it was conference champions, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you end uh, you know um, you, you end up winning your division, right? Uh, but you end up locked. You can still. You can. Yeah. You can. Other, well, you yeah. can still end up locked outside. Like mm-hmm. if you win the NFC West, you're going. You're automatically in the playoffs as a whatever seed you're in. Right. Yeah. You Even know? if you're what uh, six and ten or whatever. Right. You, yeah. Seven. Not, yeah. The Seahawks, I mean, <laughs> no, couple years back. Seven and nine. Yeah. Seven and nine. So but, being a conference champion. Even if it's the ugliest conference champion you've ever been, mm-hmm. matters in in college. Well, I mean, here's the thing: style points. That is not a conversation. Uh, that is quality not losses. quality. I mean, these are the most uh, contrived concepts. Yeah. You know, like yeah. here's did you win your conference? No. Bored. Then, yeah. your, then your ass is out. <laughs> did you <laughs> did you win your conference? Yes. All right, you're, you're in. in. And then the and then the next qualification was okay, if you want a wild card spot, but it gives did a, you have it gives the a, best? It gives this, a, this, this is the thing though, guys. Like the college football, it is a, it is an association of separate conferences that have a very long and kind of uh, unstable history. This isn't like one corporation. That, right, right. You know, it, 
It's that has no, franchises. Well, no, 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 but, but at the same, this is a loose like association of colleges, and you've got teams coming up and going down, and you know, uh, you know, coming out well, into and out of that association. You've got you've got these ideas. Um, each each conference is, has different rules and different tie breaking rules and different right. reasons that they may assess but, a champion. But and, that that know. that's all fixable. Why does it need to be fixed? Because it's broken. Are you kidding me? Like what we do is because we don't we have these like loosely tied conferences, right? Mm-hmm. We centralize power into this like uh, this BCI or this whatever it's called the CF- committee. Yeah. yeah, this committee that honestly isn't deciding anything. Like they're going to decide probably between like uh, they have to pick essentially one undefeated team most likely, and they're going to pick three one loss teams out of a package of five. Mm-hmm. Or so, right? Uh, and how they make that decision is gonna it's gonna include bullshit things like uh, style quality, points, yeah, style quality, points, quality losses, quality losses, which strength be strength of schedule. This. There's such a variety in right. who teams play that mm-hmm. it doesn't really make any sense to do it this way. It, by my it just makes way more sense to right. settle it on the field. Well, and, well, okay. I agree that there are much better ways we can we, we can put a much better system together that makes a lot more sense right i guess what i'm saying and i think that that would probably be a good idea i'm for you know either a 16 playoff or an 18 play, i i like the 18 playoff just because that might give some of the mid majors a chance mm-hmm. you know and some independence a chance as well but uh but for me like i i love the volatility yeah. So, but here can I ask you a question? I look like Slide. I'm. I'm. I'm happy with. I, I, like I'm. I'm happy with the system as it is, just so, because of all of okay, the. Okay. Slide hypothetical. Yeah. Oregon State finishes the year twelve and one conference champions of the Pac twelve, but they're ranked five in the college football playoff. Yeah. They don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that year the Rose Bowl is a part of the college football playoff, so they don't even go to the Rose Bowl. They go to. Yeah, you're. The bowl yeah, you're playing in whatever. the. You're playing in the Peach Bowl. Yeah, you're playing in the Peach Bowl. Let's say. Yeah. Like the orange or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 pissed me off. But you know what? It's college football. Like. Uh, we'll see when we get there. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, no. well. I mean, provided like, provided science gives us the ability to live that long for this, so I'll see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Like. <laughs> The, the idea that you can win your conference championship and have it mean nothing, that is a broken system. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Then what's the point of the regular season? Yeah. Yeah. I which is why we create – I mean, which is right. one of the reasons we created – or we the, – the college football playoff committee was created is to address that specific issue. Mm-hmm. I agree that it's a broken system and I'm also willing to check my – Privilege is that what you call it? Because my my own team has as in a hope in hell of this being a conversation this year at all. We're not we can't even become bowl eligible. Yeah. So it's it doesn't affect it's not going to affect me. But uh, I'm I recognize the system is broken and that it needs fixing. But I'm also enjoying the drama. That's just, fair. I'm no, just that's no, all no, I'm no, saying. We talk about this now for like 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like it gets a lot of attention. Every podcast out there talks about this, mm-hmm. right? Every week, even the ones yeah. that don't really want to. So no, it does do that. But I'm telling you, like I casually follow the NFL, and it gets just as much drama. I feel like when you got uh, like five, nine, and 
six teams going into the last week seven. But here's the thing. But here's the thing, though. Even with that, okay, like that's those are the conversations we have for like wild card race, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. Eventually, like wild card gets decided by did you win or not? Right. And the people who won the most get in. Get in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that's a pretty good system of deciding. It's, do you deserve to be here or not? Here's the thing. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter what and to me, it doesn't matter. Like, look, does a you know, if we let's say we move to an you know a six eight team playoff. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? The Pac twelve champion, uh Colorado Golden Buffaloes, get their asses handed to them by wild card spot Notre Dame as right. an independent or, or, or even better, get get just housed by uh Memphis mm-hmm. coming out of the mid major conference, some mid major conference, mm-hmm. right? Tough, fine, yeah. But guess what? The at least here's the thing: the the conference champions are playing and are getting proven or exposed by teams that are better. Yeah. And if you want to start like getting credibility for these mid major programs, give them the opportunity to play at the end of the season when theoretically, yeah, they are battle. I mean, all teams are battle hardened. They've been through the rigors. They've earned their spot. Right. And let's see where the chips fall. Yeah, this yeah. continued system where, I mean, you know, I mean, and I'm not like saying that we need to apply some kind of social justice measure to college football. <laughs> it's a game, for God's sake. No, right. But it's putting, you are creating a system where the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It, and it, it's also interesting, though, too. We don't necessarily, even in that system, we can't presuppose that that system would have the four best teams in college football playing each other. Or the no, but teams. that's not the point, I feel like. Of, so what what that kind of playoff becomes is a competition between conferences. We don't even know what best means. Like right, because here's the thing: is like how many times pick a sport, it doesn't matter. In the semifinals, has the one of the top seed, the best team lost, sure. and then you have a championship game well, that doesn't feature the quote unquote best team. Well, tough shit. You right. lost. It's not. It's right. not. It's not necessarily even like you won the most games or you won all the games. Yeah, it's you won when it mattered. Yeah. Yeah. The best teams win when it matters. Well, I wouldn't say that. I'd say teams win when it matters. Right. And they're the ones that get to play for championships. Yeah, they're the ones that are entitled to play for right. championships. Right. Like, like sure. national, champion, national championship teams, Super Bowl winning teams, they win the games that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? you got to win the games that are going to get you to the national championship and, mm-hmm. and to the title. But what I'm saying, too, is there's a little bit of a conflict between ranking teams and then and also presupposing that you know Alabama's the number one team you know uh, uh, Clemson Michigan Ohio State you know who you know on down the line that that seems like a hierarchy Mm -hmm. when in reality like what if the four best teams in the country are all in in the in the big 12 you know but they're ranked further down because they because they play. This, this happens well, but that all the time. Yeah, right. well, this happens all the time in the NFL. I mean, if you look at the NFL right now, especially in the AFC, the AFC West is clearly the best division in the AFC right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is like the AFC and then everybody else. I saw a meme the other day of like, it's like the AFC. They were like dressed up as like the the front line of like William Wallace's. Oh, you yeah. know, troop and Braveheart, and then yeah. everybody else was like having sexy pillow fights. You know, <laughs> in the AFC. Yeah, chances are all the best teams in the AFC are in the AFC West. But guess what? You're probably only going to get 
AFC West champion that goes and an AFC wild card that goes from that division. Yeah, someone's going to get the short end of that stick. Right. For sure. Which, here's what that means. Win the games that matter. Yeah. And at the end, and I think that's, and I think that's, I think this system is teaching people, no, win, like, like, you can get in by having sexy wins over cupcakes. Yeah, yeah. right. And you can play up to opponents and down to opponents. Hey, is right. this though, at least this eight game, eight team system would still allow that for two teams. Right. right. You would still have two teams and, you know, right? Uh, whatever, which some people say devalues. Can you do that voice again for me? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> there's yeah. Anyway, I, I know there's like that whole talk that devalues the the regular season and conference football, and I'm like, I don't think so actually at all because uh, this weekend we actually have some pretty great games which maybe we should talk about. Yep. Uh, that are going to be influential in this whole thing. Sure. Right. So uh, so on that note, um. All uh, FBS teams named Cougars won Indeed. this last week. Yep. I just thought that I'd mention that. That's right. Uh, Brigham B- Young. BYU. Won. Houston. Houston won. Wazoo. Yeah. And Arvel's mom. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. It's fair. Hey, by the she way. She always wins, though. She always wins. Yeah. yeah I, she wins a lot. Sly, like Sly, I made this comment last week how your brash... Uh, what we, what's the word I used? Uh, like, bra, bra, ass hattery, bravado, bravado yeah. like towards, towards uh, Oregon and then Wazoo. Yeah, that you just throw up at. Yeah, um, and you're sitting with two Husky fans. And yeah, like we're like yeah whatever. And Wazoo's like good this year. Yeah, but I love that you're just I was like man, I'm gonna like, yeah. take my punches when I get him in. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a human man child. Yeah. Anyway, Remember yeah. that time that we went into halftime leading? Remember? 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 Remember when we beat the spread twice, two weeks in a row? In a row? <laughs> Away? That's right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And uh, as of this recording, um, the Houston Cougars have uh, beaten number five, Louisville, mm-hmm. uh, pretty badly. Thanks, Tom Herman. Appreciate you. Yeah. 34 to 10? Or 30, 36 to 10. Well, and Lamar Jackson should you, know that. It was 36 to 10. So you know, that must mean that that's right. Louisville committed a when safety. You, you know, when yeah, you're, they did. Yeah. <laughs> Lamar Jackson uh, grounded it. Tried, like, yeah. just yeah. grounded it in, uh, uh, in the end zone. Lamar Jackson needs to know that, you know, if you're if you're a quarterback in the Heisman race, your team loses this late in the season, you could lose the Heisman. Because it's also stupid. Right. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Like, because... Can we talk about the Heisman, like... Maybe next week. Yeah, we already, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about it another time. We've already yeah. dressed down. We, you know, we've already fought the power on rankings. <laughs> we can fight the power on Heisman next week. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see. The Wazoo won, but as far as the Northwest goes, they had a pretty poor showing. Yeah, you and I were texting back and forth about this earlier. Yeah. About, like, you know, the, the, clear, the clear winner and the... Pac-12 North is at least a Northwest team. And I think I texted back to you something to the effect that if it's a choice between having WSU as the top of the Pac-12 mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, or, you know, something else, I'd rather watch the Pac-12 burn. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, God. No. No, here's what I, I like. Wazoo is fun. Mike Leach is a thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
But, uh, yeah. Their fans are a thing, too. Like, but, we're friends. We're good friends with some Wazoo fans. And so yeah. all of this is said right. fun. Some alumni. Yeah, yeah. Some, some alums right. and right. all of that. Right. Like, and some of them even have all their teeth. But, um, Jeez. but it's just, a... Wow! He just can't get through his sentence. He, does, he just can't leave it alone. He just, he just, he just can't gotta, do it. You're but, talking about a fan from Oregon State, by the way. Hey, Corvallis is the number one college town in the... In where? In the, the Pac-12. Oh. Several publications have said that. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is, uh, um, yeah, Washington State fans kind of, they have a reputation. You know, Wazoo, like, the school tried to ban use of the term Wazoo because they felt that it contributed to their party atmosphere out on the Palouse. And um, no alcohol contributes to their party atmosphere out on the Palouse. That's a specifically Keystone and Bushlight. Oh, right. <laughs> see, that was more subtle, but still shady. And uh, you know, I don't know of too many other fan bases out there that like that will hold frozen cow shit on their person for the entire duration of a game, so they can then chuck it out onto the field when they lose. Right. Like, uh, th- that's well, one of those uh, the yeah. jokes on you kind right. of thing. Like, here's the thing. If you're holding cow shit I, that long. I am going to go into the locker room and change out of my shit-stained uniform. <laughs> you just have shit on your hands. Right. And what are you going to do with right. it? Okay, yeah, yeah. That's a reference right. to a okay. story from a couple years ago. Yeah. Anyway. But it, for me, it never gets old. So. Yeah, right. Um, and I'm, I make fun of my own team. Who's Wazoo play this week? Uh, was he? <laughs> Stop talking. Does, Just get the games. <laughs> no, sorry. Oh yeah, football. So uh, Wazoo plays uh, Colorado. Yeah. This is gonna be. I, I'm. I'm. I can't wait for this game. I think this is gonna be a clash of ideologies. Yep, absolutely. Um, and when it's I like say fire and ice. Well, and when I say <laughs> when I say ideologies, like I'm talking. All about, I'm talking about like a coach who like loves his players. Uh, and then I'm also talking about a coach who like plugs his players into a machine. Yeah. Like, like all. I'm pretty sure that like when Mike Leach stops to think about something during a game, like you have you've seen those like that. That's <laughs> I think it was last year when like Mike Leach was playing Oregon. Mm-hmm. They were trying to get his attention, and like as people were talking about it, he just like went deep into thought. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced that he's just going over the schematics of the machine that is his offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I also think that he probably, you know, he probably has it's like rigged up those like little hand buzzers and mm-hmm. installed them in there mm-hmm. in his players' mm-hmm. uniforms mm-hmm. while they play, like just to keep them on their toes. Right. Yeah. You know. Well, this is an interesting game because this is one of those games where the line is uh, four and a half to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado's playing at home. Yeah, uh, whereas S&P Plus, uh, one of the efficiency stats, has Colorado winning by a projected margin of 10.7. So that's almost, that's a touchdown's difference. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how that plays out. Um, It's, well, Washington State has something of a defense. Like, no, yeah. uh, it, it, It exists. As opposed to, say, Arizona or Cal or... UFO. I do wonder how much of that, though, their defense is helped out by the fact that, like, teams, once they start scoring... Right. Like, yeah. opposing offenses give Can't up. Can't keep up, yeah. Well, and this is... And honestly, Washington State's one of those teams, too, that advanced stats do not like. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they're ranked, like, 40... It's not 43 at S&P+. Mm-hmm. Uh, something similar in F+. But, yeah, it's... 
They're a, they're a team that, and as part of it is, is they're, they lost to an FCS team. Right. At the beginning of the year. They lost their next game to Boise State. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think part of it is that, but part of it is, too, that they just don't play, um, I don't know, super efficient. They don't play super they, efficient football. I mean, I can't remember the stat, but, like... Uh, they, I mean, they, they play football like the Russians fought... Like wars, World War Two. They right. just throw bodies at you, like yeah, yeah. and, just, and wow. just try to. You overwhelm can't possibly you. stop all these, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, some major events in the in terms of for the Cougars, right? River Craycraft, right? Uh, yeah, um, kind of. A, you know, here's the thing. Like, I, I'm not a Cougar fan, but it is sad to see a kid's when you're having such a great season. And River Craycraft honestly was having a really good season. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's unfortunate for him to have lost, like to uh, end his. I think didn't he end his career or end his season early last year too, or something like that? that I recall something like that. Yeah. Um, or he had a lost season somewhere, and so for this to kind of be the way he ends his Wazoo career, yeah, um, I think that's kind of a disappointing thing. Um, I think that schematically, uh, this is going to come down to. Um, Basically, I mean, you know, it's a, here's a tepid take. Uh, it's going to come down to um, Colorado's defense versus, um, you know, Wazoo's offense. offense. Like, yeah, can right. get not just get can. I, and I hate the I hate when people just say, "Can you get stops?" Well, any defense can get a stop. Can you get a meaningful mm, stop? Oregon. <laughs> okay, duly noted. All right, fair point. Fair point. Fair point. Um, can you get meaningful stops? Yeah. You know, can you well, get? Well, then can you capitalize? On exactly, that? and yeah. I think that's going to be the question: is that can you, can Colorado um, really slow down or even turn over uh, Washington State's uh, offense right. in, in meaningful territory? Yeah. Uh, I I definitely think Colorado's capable. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like Colorado's running game versus that Cougar defense. <laughs> I really yeah, do. I think yeah. that's going to be really powerful for them because mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think that Washington State does a good job on the edge. Um, and if you watch Colorado's big runs yeah. and everybody they played, it's all been off tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. There's that. But also, uh, is this the game where Mike Leach walks out with a severed head? Uh, I'd, I think or you save that for the Apple Cup. You think he saves for the Apple Cup? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I do think this is the game, though. Where um, we could see a necklace of fingers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I kind of think like Dolph Lundgren in Universal Soldier, where he's just collecting ears. Yes. Yeah. You know that ear necklace <laughs> yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Uh, I do think this. I do think this is a game where there, where um, Wazoo is is in a critical fourth and two. Um, they call timeout. Mike Leach walks into the huddle, <laughs> begins calling. It begins telling the kind of the offensive concept. Speak. Speaking only in Esperanto. Right. <laughs> uh, and then finishes with a mild anecdote about Davy Crockett at the Alamo. <laughs> like, you know, just, I mean, just, you know, or, or like, tan, like, just slides seamlessly into, I mean, and it, here's the thing, it slides seamlessly into it. Yeah. And it makes sense. Like, it's like, it's not a non sequitur. He's, he finds it's a, a way. Zen sort of. Yeah. He flows, yeah. like, just perfectly. And he, then he looks at Luke Falk and says, got it? Right, <laughs> like flows, like he flows perfectly into a story about how 
Um, he spent six hours doing macrame at summer camp. Yes. Right. Um, and, and the team actually gets fired up about that. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right before they get tackled for a 12-yard loss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to turn over on down. Right. To yeah. turn over on down. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> over under, which, what, what happens first? Luke Falk's arm falls off? Um, or he just snaps in half because of lack of protection from his offensive line? Snaps in half. Okay. Well... You know, actually, their O-line isn't that bad on a uh, per-play basis. Uh, it's that the fact that they run so many damn plays. <laughs> yeah, they're running a thousand plays. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Law of averages says that your quarterback's going to take shots when you have that many plays. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, I, I, I'm, I love Colorado, and I've been rooting for them mm-hmm. uh, all season. Steve exactly. Godfrey says, it's America's team. America's team. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do think that um, that if Washington State, if Colorado comes out and Col- I think Colorado is going to need to play sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, if they play anything less than sharp, I think Washington State takes it. Um, <clears throat> tepid take right there. If they but, play anything less than so, sharp, so, are you are you are you so, the mother of an eight year old who's wearing a suit and you tell them that they look sharp? <laughs> Like, well, I love like, the take in right and now. What is, if I were? <laughs> well, the take right now is you feel if Colorado right now, plays you? well, they'll win. If they don't play well, they're going to lose. Well, some teams can come out and play flat and still crush whoever they're playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but these teams are on equal footing as far as talent goes. Yeah, I'd say part, so. For the most part. Yeah, yeah. I'd say yeah. so for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just I think that, uh, that this is a game that. Generally speaking, the, most, the team that scores the most points wins. Yeah, yeah. Very, very wise. Yeah, I just I think that Colorado is they're going to have to get defensive stops, and then their offense is going to have to turn around and 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 capitalize. So they're going to have to play good on defense and score points on offense. <laughs> you're just. You're just I, I think I know what you mean. Yes. I think it's kind of what Mike was saying earlier, right? About it's, a, it's about a, like it sounds like we're talking about efficiency, right? right. Like well, yeah. Like Colorado is going to have to be, if, and I think that's true when you're playing a team. They're going to have to control. Right. If it gets in, it's the they're, they're not. Well, they're not going to win a shootout. No. No. Um, that's and this is what I'm talking about. Like they're going to have to be the ones in control of this game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They cannot let it get. They cannot out, allow. Out of hand. Yeah. They can't allow. Mike McIntyre has to walk around just yelling, "This is my game! Yes. This is my yes. game!" Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, helpful With or not? That are help, too short. Helpful yes. or not? Helpful or not? Helpful. Helpful. Uh, Mike McIntyre crying on the sideline. Uh, during the game. Yeah, halftime. Mm, no, I'm, I'm talking about like on the sideline. Crying on the sideline. Uh, I think. Well, okay, Mike McIntyre, someone I think we can agree, is a probably a sane person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless, of course, he loses to uh, who? What? Who did he lose to last year? He just he almost lost his mind. (laughs) Like I honestly thought he was Arizona State. Some something like that. Like they, they, yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. But this is a we got we got a pretty good shot at Mike McIntyre crying. Right. Right. I agree. And then they go and they play Colorado. Yeah. Which, so, um, which actually, well, so, no, I was no. just going to say, I, I kind of want to talk about the Pac-12 South. Oh, yeah. okay. Because okay. the Pac-12 North is pretty much 
it's 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 it's, it's, it's Washington or Washington State. It's Washington yeah, State, it's, and if they both win this weekend, well, you know, Wazoo can still lose this weekend. Well, so and well, Washington we can win, get there. Let's, let's get there when we. Yeah, no, no, we can get there right now. If Washington wins, uh, if Washington loses this weekend, the Cougs will win the North. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If Washington wins, it's the winner of the Apple Cup, regardless of what the Cougs do. Mm-hmm. So, but if both Washington and Washington State lose. Then it's Apple Cup. Yeah, yeah. Then it is the Apple Cup. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. it is the Apple yeah. Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but the South is a little bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. As, as we seem to be finding. It's, it's interesting because, you know, people had all these questions about how Utah and Colorado would integrate into the Pac-12. And we've had all of this focus on USC and UCLA in particular, much more so USC than UCLA, for sure. Right. <clears throat> and USC and UCLA have certainly, like, like been in the headlines for a variety of reasons, uh-huh. you know, in their huge media market, which those are going to be less, you know, less relevant going forward, I think, in a lot of ways. But, um, yeah, but the fact is, is that Utah and Colorado are now, like... Uh, they're they're doing great in the South, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and USC. It's kind of they've been on an upswing, and so USC is still definitely right in that conversation for who wins the South. Yeah, but it's not one of those USC and everybody else sort of divisions. No, not no, at all. and it hasn't been that way in a, since Pete Carroll. So, uh, although yeah. for the past however many years, what almost ten years now. We've treated it as such. I, yeah, I still think people are people give USC the benefit of the doubt based on... In rankings, they do it all the damn time. Absolutely. Yeah. So... The uh, perception with USC... Every, every year, USC preseason rankings, top 12. Yeah. So, in this... Every year. And my only, like, Regardless caution with, with what UC, USC is doing right now... Is yeah, no, they look a lot better. Mm-hmm. They've especially since they got Sam Darnold back there. Their defense yep. is starting to come along. Uh, but Lane Kiffin did this one year where they beat Oregon at Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won ten games that year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then they went on to just really be poor like, yep. the next few years. Yep. Um, and it was with great recruiting though too. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I, I'm not convinced that this means oh USC is back by any stretch of the imagination, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah. So what ends up happening though is if uh, Colorado wins out or Utah wins out, they win. Back the south, right? Uh, USC needs Utah and Colorado to lose. No, because you. So well, here's the thing. What'll need? What'll I need to happen? Because they have the head to head over Colorado. They need Utah to lose out. Yeah, they need Utah to lose. Is it like both, both games? Okay. Because Utah's got the tiebreaker, right? Um, so Utah is playing Oregon this weekend. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. How? <laughs> oh my. Um, so. So I just want. I, I know. Here's the thing. Here's here's one question I want to ask. Um, and I know. I mean, I know that Brady Hoke has head coaching experience. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't want to talk. You know, I, I don't want to. You know, I'm not a. I am not a professional coach, right? Mm-hmm. I. I I play one on TV. Um, <laughs> does Brady Hoke know that it is okay to stop running plays too? 
<laughs> this um, is a good question. Because I don't think anybody has told the Oregon Ducks this year that it's okay to play defense against the run <laughs> and the pass. Uh, you can only do one at a time, I thought. No. No, no. No, you, oh, no as it no. turns out, you can do both. Okay. okay. Uh, through the miracle of modern technology, right. you can play um, defense against the run and the pass mm-hmm. on the same play. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Mike. That seems, <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty radical talk right Right, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. But here's the thing. You're out on Here, the Here's the thing. They said the man would not fly. They said that the light bulb would never take off. And that the telephone was a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. And they also said, no, no, I won't make a political comment. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, right. no, I mean, seriously, like, I mean, if you look at this game, this is a game that, like, Utah should win. Not just comfortable, like, f- like mm-hmm. not even, like, first-class commercial flight comfortable. Yeah. Like, private chartered Learjet comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. Here's a question. What do you think Oregon will get more of? Um, points or first downs? Points. Yeah, I think. But their I think offense is still fine. It'll yeah. score. Yeah, they will score points right. against the Utah defense. Yeah. Yes. I here's the thing. Yes. Justin Herbert looks like um, a legitimate quarterback for them. Yes. I think he's executing their system pretty well. I think that I wish. I wish for his sake that more of the offense was operating around him. Um, I think that I think a lot of the lack of production is the fact that they have such a young offensive line and their their blocking scheme requires a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it does require a lot of decisions to be made in space um, and kind of dynamic real time. You know, so you have like five, you know, four or five guys that all have to make the same right decision at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which can be really hard for younger, young, younger, younger players, right? I mean, um, the best time to play a freshman is when he's a junior. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, I think that's the that's you know that's the kind of thing that the offensive line for Oregon's been running to all season. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It, it just is, this is what I love about. So, just another little uh, efficiency stat plug. Uh, this is what I love is that uh, you know it has Utah beating Oregon uh, by eleven. Um, but get what percentage do you think S and P plus gives Oregon of beating Oregon State this year? Currently, yes, thirty. Thirty. So you think Oregon State has seventy percent chance of winning? Yeah, I'd say forty. Fifty-two, roughly fifty-fifty. Wow. Which I mean, I would say that. I wonder oh, how is much it because that Oregon State's that good? No. No. Not a chance. Oregon is that bad. Oregon State's scrappy, but they just—they're not—they're not there. So, are, are they playing this one in Rice Eccles or are they playing this in Autzen? They're at Utah. Okay. At Utah. So, how bad? Quite frankly, just you know, I mean, you never wish this on anybody. How? Although ba- I think Sly might wish <laughs> on Oregon. Uh, how bad does Mark Helfrich have to lose in order to get Kiffin'd? He's not this if he season. hasn't been kiffined yet, he's not getting kiffined. It, here's the thing: is Oregon is not going to to suffer the indignity of having to fire their coach in the middle of the season. I don't think. That's well, there's not what Oregon does. There's that, but I, yeah. I, I'm. I, this is based on nothing except my own like thoughts and opinions. Mm-hmm. I don't think they let go of health. Really, I don't either. 
Hmm. Well, and here's the question. One of the reasons they're not going to fire him midseason, I don't think, is who's, who do they have in behind him to do the job? Well, that, but no, that gets into a different question. Right. Who would, gets, who would sub for well, Mark Helfrich in the uh, last two, Probably, last well... Oh, but that doesn't matter. You can do anyone as interim. Like that, whatever. I mean, they'll get their OC, probably do it, because that's what they do. Yeah, but they're not, uh, not going <clears> to <throat> have a substitute coach in for the Civil War. Yeah, they would. You think I, so? If they were going to fire him, they wouldn't care about that. Yeah. No, here's the thing, though, is uh, I don't think they get rid of him. Okay. Because Oregon apparently doesn't fire coaches. Um, Not since 1976, yeah. Yeah, and also, uh, he did go to the BCS just a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not trying to defend him. I'm just saying I can see the rationale. I think, in my him. opinion, Marcus Mariota went to the yes, to that very, game, very not, not Mark Alfred. Yeah, and then also, though, you have this uh, <laughs> idea about um, that if Helfrich just got rid of Brady Hoke and hired someone else... Uh, Tim DeRuder <laughs> or somebody um, that like that could be like him attempting to save his job uh, which might convince enough people mm-hmm. but uh, I I don't know I think he's I, I don't think they'll get rid of him he also has like a 10 million dollar buyout mm-hmm. yeah well, but if that case, I mean, if that's the, really the case, I mean, like, you know, Phil Knight's just going to go well, yeah. check his couch cushions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, I think, too, that, that Helfrich will survive, but I definitely think that his his floor for next year uh-huh. is going to be, like, 7-5. and five. Right. Like, he can't yeah. get worse than 7-5 and five or he's gone. I think no, he. Not, I think he needs to. Uh, I think if he's six round, he year, will need. Yeah, if he stays next year, he will need to make a significant bowl. Like, like minimum will be holiday. Mm. Okay. Yeah, like, bowl or something. Yeah, I mean it's it no worse than than the uh, than the holiday bowl. Okay. Um. Who else we got? Uh. So we have, um, uh, Oregon State, Arizona. I think Oregon State should. If if is Ryan Nall playing? Uh, that's that's the question every week. He uh, he got injured early in the game against um, UCLA. What? I'm sorry. I gotta ask. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about Oregon State Arizona? Because I'm an Oregon State fan. All right. It's part of the Pac-12. I mean, you have. I mean, it is literally probably. It's the two of the three worst teams. Look, they're like they are the cousin Oliver of the. Pac-12, but, you know, like... <laughs> Arizona, though, I, there's a special place for Arizona because Rich Rod, a couple times this year, has been like, we're just not a good team. Right. <laughs> which right. is, which I mean... Which I is, love that. Right. Gary Anderson's uh, yeah, done that, that's too. super honest. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, it's... No, I... This... Arizona's defense is so bad. It's, it's so... It's like, really it, like, it... Oh, and we've also got Seth Collins out because he's he's been hospitalized due to, like, meningococcal... Ooh. Like That's it's rough. bad. That's like meningitis. Like, yeah. Oh. Like He's, where the brain swells. Uh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Meningitis. Yeah. So what we have? Uh, so we have Marcus McMarion to McMarion. throwing down downfield to. Uh, uh, when is that quarterback coming Victor back? Victor Bolden. Victor Bolden. When, when yeah. is the quarterback coming back? He's out for the season. Uh, yeah, he done. He broke his ankles. Yeah, he done. Okay. Both well, no. Let me Victor Bolden run a bunch of fly sweeps. Let's be clear. Right. Hang the ball off to Ryan Nall. Is he playing this week? Uh, I just asked that. That's 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 that seems to be like the indicated like that's the that's like that's how people set the line. He's for either questionable Oregon or probable. State. One of the two. Yeah. Okay. The, All right. List. So we'll see. Uh, so I honestly, I think that if they're playing, if they're if they're playing the way they need to be, I think that um, 
I think Arizona's so broken this season, quite frankly, that um, where's the game at? Research. Okay. I, I I like Oregon State for this one. I'm gonna take Oregon State out, right? Um I think I mean I don't I don't think that either team's gonna light up the scoreboard. I don't think that it's gonna be a very I mean, which is kind of funny saying that for a Rich Rod team. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. but I don't think I th- I mean I think this is a game that's like, I don't know, 28, 21, 28, 24, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um I think you'll probably see both teams. Uh, I think you'll probably see both teams kind of play moderately undisciplined, maybe around the second hack, second quarter. Yeah. Um, but I think that I think that it's going to be easier for Gary Anderson to write the ship and get everybody kind of back on page. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, and then uh, you know, okay, we got you done playing ASU. Uh, well, I wanted to talk about USC UCLA. Yeah, we'll get there. But I, I wanted to save UW for last, just because it's it's you guys, but. No, well, we got, no, we're UW right now. I mean, I think no, that I mean. No, here's saying. the thing: like, we're favored by like 26 or something. 27. 27. <laughs> well, depending on what line, but yeah, okay. Line I see is 27. Uh, like Todd Graham, like, is probably in the next two games playing for his job. Uh, no, they could still go to a bowl thing when next week it's Arizona. Okay. Um, I think I mean, which is it's it's interesting to me. So schematically, they play Arizona State plays so aggressive. Yeah. Like they are blitzing probably on they like I would some, say they need some riddling. They do. They yeah. blitz on they blitz on probably sixty percent of their downs. It's, it's pretty isn't it pretty much all they got though? Like No, they've been doing this though for ever since Taco. Yeah, I mean they okay. they run that really aggressive kind of what, three three five, three four oh, kind of scheme and so and like they're just leadership. Right. And so they're just like kind of all over the place, you know. Um I honestly think that uh, his offensive coordinator taking that head coaching job there at Memphis mm-hmm. um, honestly really hurt them because I think that yeah. um, I, I don't think they have they, you know they got their they got their coordinator from Southern Miss and I just don't think that they're I just don't think that they bought into his philosophy I think they're they've tried to become a little bit more of a passing team uh, and that's not what they've been traditionally like they have um, what's his name Ballange 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 um, who's a Pretty good running back, and I don't think they He's utilize. Awesome. I don't think they utilize him the way they should. Yeah, you hear that, Todd Graham? <laughs> I, you know, I think. I mean, I think the line is probably about right. I think this is kind of one of those games where like UW wins this fifty-four to twenty-seven. No, I don't think. I don't. It, pff, boy, That's I, what the line is. If no, I think that if. Twenty-seven point line. If Arizona State can score that much, I'll be surprised. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably something closer to fifty-four ten. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I think. Yeah, I think we're looking something like that because I think yeah. that Chris Peterson's going to and like kind of so call it, off the dog, so to speak. It mm-hmm. wouldn't surprise me though if our offense kind of putters. <laughs> uh, I mean, only in the sense that like Just last down some personnel. Well, no, last week uh, we didn't talk about last week, but like last week. Uh, I mean, USC just had a good game plan. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I just outplayed UW. I'm like, pretty much. Everybody. I think this is the one. The first time. Here's here's the thing. I think this is the first time that UW got used, like, experienced not having the best athletes on the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they did. and then not not knowing how to really utilize scheme. Like, right. Like, right. all right, like, John Ross eventually is going to get behind. Oh, he is not going to get behind a Hodori Jackson, well, son of a unless, bee. Unless he falls down. Unless Hodori Jackson yeah. falls down. It's uh, like the but, turf monster helps you. Yeah. But <laughs> here's the thing was I think it showed us that, like, uh, Bradley was much too dependent on his outs. Outs outside uh, receivers, yeah. Yep. That, that, when when Darrell Daniels is running, like, screaming down the middle yeah. of the field. Hey! 
and <laughs> we don't throw to just him. Like I mean, that's just a streak. Like, uh, yeah, he's got a neon sign on his head. Well, there's two yeah. times. There's one when Browning uh, had the opportunity to throw right down the seam to him. Yeah, and it would have gone for six. And then they had a trick play where if Dante Pettis uh, had thrown to him rather than to John Ross. Yeah. We would have gotten six. And that's a completely different game at that point. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it, we can isolate to a couple plays. But I think that like USC just, I mean, they, they played at UW. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I think that they're, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little bit of, I mean, you could play the vengeance card. We're about to get vengeance. I just don't see Chris Peterson as that kind of team. No. I see it more as like they're going to go out and they might even be a little bit rusty because they're going to try to be adjust to what happened last week. Uh I no, nah, I don't. I think I think that the Huskies come back out, and I think that they come out really aggressive. I think that they come back out and just kind of do their thing. I think they're going to come back and do what they do. I think they're going to come out and beat on a teams with less talent and a less established scheme. Yeah, that's um, going to sound like yeah, you like that, Todd? Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I think that. You know, like I said, I think that this is a pretty comfortable win, and the and the young Huskies kind of uh, get some you know good playing time. You know, it'll strike fear in me though. Is what? if uh, Todd Grant comes out with his uh, what is it like pop star mic? Oh, the op- mm-hmm. uh, the operators are standing by like he's it's like selling. <laughs> if he comes out with that, s- selling subscriptions mm-hmm. to the Disney Channel during the game. I'll, uh, oh my god! I don't know. I, then I'll be like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> we are screwed. <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah, I I think the line's a little too high. I think it's going to be about a seventeen point game. I mm. think Arizona State, Todd Graham is going to come out and he's going to have Arizona State watching a lot of USC tape. What's this supposed to mean, Sly? I think that Washington State's down two key players. Washington and, State. Sorry, Washington is down two key players. Joe Mathis and Zim Victor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that they got a little bit a little bit exposed, and that Todd Graham, who's probably feels like he's fighting for his job is going to have these guys motivated to play. And so I think that Washington cruises, but I think, I, I think the line's about 10. I high. think the adjustment that you'll see by Washington, cause I think they're going to expect people to start doing that. What, um, what USC did a really good job of was keeping Brown, keeping Browning from being able to roll to the right, which is his kind of a natural move. Uh-huh. And then, uh, on defense, they exploited the kind of, Deep to like intermediate to deep middle, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think that you'll potentially see a lot more what's called Tampa two coverage, where the middle linebacker drops to something that kind of looks more like a cover three, um, where the, right. you'll still have two deep safeties playing deep half over mm-hmm. the top, but you'll see the middle linebacker kind of drop a little bit deeper than right. normal and play something that kind of looks like a short version of a free safety in cover three. Yeah, right. so where you can grab. Yeah, where you can kind of reroute. Yeah, where he can reroute. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, more like well, kind of more like kind of more like twelve to twenty, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. We also have what was the other one? USC UCLA. Yeah. Battle for the victory bell. In Stanford Cal, but oh my gosh! So so we have what's what is that called? The did they call that one the? They call it the big game. The game. Yeah. The game. The game. The game. Uh huh. Uh, the game prob- hardly anybody goes to, I think. Yeah. So nerds that run versus nerds that throw. Yep. Well, nerds that defend versus nerds that don't. Don't. <laughs> so that, that, that nerds that play defense and nerds that play can we service. just look? Can we just can we skip that game, please? Like, can we yeah. just say? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, can we, we just say? Yeah. Can we just Christian say? Christian McCaffrey wins. Done. Yeah. Done. Okay. okay. Yep. Uh, UC, USC versus UCLA. USC is going to crush them. Yeah. 
I, I mean, yeah. Really? US, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, the line on UW is too high. Mm-hmm. But USC is going to crush UCLA? Yes. Yeah. Aggressively. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. The line on that one is USC by 13. Uh, here's the thing. If, if USC can basically load the box and take away all of the running game for UW. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. The, the, the terrible Bruin offensive line is going to get beaten oh. to death. UCLA, backup quarterback. UCLA yeah. is scoring no more than 13 points. <laughs> right. I think that's pretty clear. But I don't think USC is going to score that much either. I think it's going to be like 35 to 10. No, I, I don't know. I, I disagree. I, see I, UCLA... I could see 42-7. Oh, okay, right, frankly. okay, okay. I, I, I don't see USC score more than 28. Really? Yeah. Well, oh, no, well, hold on. What has what has UCLA lost by in the last four games? Uh, in the last four games, UCLA lost by ten to Colorado, twenty uh-huh. to ten. Uh-huh. Well, they beat Oregon State, but uh, last week, but they lost uh, fifty-two to forty-five against Utah. Okay, but that was with Rosen. That was mm-hmm. Rosen. Okay, loss. all right, it's fine. Um, lost twenty-one to twenty-seven against Wazoo. Okay, that. That notorious Wazoo defense. Right. Um, uh, lost 20-23 against Arizona State. Okay. That notorious Arizona State defense. Mm-hmm. So it's... You no, know, offensively, they're, I don't think that's the point. I think we're talking about their defense. Right. Being able to stop USC. Oh, and... I, I, th- no, I, I think that USC's offense is surging right now. I think that if USC can yeah. score I mean, Ronald, 26 against well, Washington... We'll just ha- I'll just have to rub both your faces no. at the same time Ronald, next week. I'm just gonna shove them straight onto the table. Roll, like Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Act right like now. Wow. USC beat Washington at home by the line in this game. Yeah. Yes, that's okay. Thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that I Ronald think that Ronald Jones roll. is running up and down the field, looking like Usain Bolt right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, um, you know, I mean, like uh, Juju Smith Schuster. I think. Um, is is going to be a tough matchup for whoever he's up against, or whoever USC or UCLA puts on, whether it's mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, Ishmael Adams or um, oh shoot, I always forget their corner's name. Um, you know, uh, I think that even I think that you'll probably see a couple of packages where, like, realistically, they're going to put um, Juju Smith Schuster on one side, and you can see a Dory Jackson on the other. Yes, um, and really kind of force them to pick their poison. Um, I don't think that UCLA has anything they can answer. I, I really think this is going to be a very. Uh, I think this is going to be a super comfortable game for for USC. For USC, I agree. Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it, Boise State's playing UNLV. So here's the thing. So so hold up though. Hold up. Like laugh all you like about that. UNLV last week. Probably did the biggest favor right now for Boise, Boise State, State by knocking off Wyoming. By knocking off Wyoming, if and Wyoming can take one more loss, because um, Wyoming still has to play San Diego State. Yep. Um, was well, it this week or is it next week? It's uh, this week. It's this week. Okay. I, I, I have no idea when that game is. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, realistically, if San Diego State can can knock off Wyoming, yeah, legitimately. Uh, Boise State still has a shot to go to uh, the Mountain West Championship. Mountain West Championship. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, again, that's 
That's that whole conversation we were having about winning the games that matter. Yep. True. But they're playing Boise State. And mm-hmm. so and, and so UNLV, like that's that's probably a game now that Boise State Oh, that's a must win. Yeah, that's a must win. Well, not only is it a must win, but UNLV may not be necessarily the paper tigers that people no. thought yep. they'd be. Yep, yep, so, yep. So, all right. Uh, before we go, yeah, I just want our listeners to know that Sly is wearing a orange and gray sweater. Oh, the traditional colors. The traditional of... colors of OSU. That's right. According to him. At According least. to him. Uh, so, I just want to point that out so listeners have a nice image. He's a company man. Yes, yes, he is a very much a company man, uh, wearing the traditional colors, orange and gray. <laughs> For like one day out of the season. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I always try to represent my team. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Got got to have that, you know. Beaver okay, up. but to be fair, to be fair, yeah, uh, Arvel is wearing a purple and blue, and yeah, <laughs> I'm not well, claiming purple, that right. blue is a Washington <laughs> color. That's what's different. No. Okay. Yeah, that's what I got. So, um, yeah, uh, find us on uh, Twitter at, at podafterdark, uh, Gmail at, at podcastafterdark at gmail.com, soundcloud.com slash podcastafterdark. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher. In tune. In tune. Um, and, in tune uh, or tune in? Yeah, that's what it is. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in radio. Uh and because we obviously know what the hell we're talking about, go ahead and give us a five star rating if you like. Um, and and just hey, just pretend first, I said first no. per, first person to give us a five star rating gets a can of Lacroix. Can of Lacroix. Deal. I, I I'll spring for it myself. That's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and find find our profiles on uh, lonelylarpers.com. Lightning bolt. <laughs> Fuck you, and fuck me, and fuck everybody. That is fucking bullshit.